This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. to Saturday Morning Serial Season 3. It is crazy to think that a year ago I started this podcast, but hey, here we are, and I am so appreciative of everybody who has tuned in, downloaded, etc., and it only goes up from here, and you know, we have a great time on here, so you know, it's just been nothing but fun this past year, and very educational talking to some of my guests as well. So thank you so much, and it feels really good to be back. I hope everyone enjoyed your holidays. I know it seems like Christmas was a lifetime ago because like Valentine's Day is already next week. Yeah, so time is a flying. And honestly, there's been some good things that came out this past month, like, you know, just little things on Netflix. I just found out Cheer Season 2 came out, and I really liked the first season of it. You know, that's just another guilty pleasure of mine on Netflix. And I've been watching just, like, some true crime on Hulu and HBO Max and, you know, just kind of taking it easy. But we got a lot of good stuff coming up, like Batman, and we got the MCU movies coming out, like Doctor Strange, Thor. It's just all going to be a great time. So today I want to talk about a movie I recently watched on HBO Max called The Fallout. If you are subscribed to my YouTube channel or you have seen my latest video on my YouTube channel, I'm taking all the trailers that dropped in the month. And at the end of the month, I just go in and I watch the trailers cold. I really don't take in a lot of trailers and it's nice to just kind of sit down and watch all the upcoming movies and just like react. So I chose a couple. The Fallout was one of them and it was a movie I was anticipating for. So let's just jump right into it. The Fallout is directed by Megan Park and it stars Jenna Ortega and Maddie Ziegler and you guys might know her from Dance Moms. I know Dance Moms has become a guilty pleasure of mine. I watch it every night before bed. <laughs> But this movie was actually super heavy and it could be triggering to those who have experienced this kind of tragedy that the movie touches upon. Two girls that are total opposite of the other become unlikely friends when they meet up in a bathroom and a school shooting happens. The two are locked up in a stall taking cover and they form a bond that only the two of them can understand throughout the film. Beta is played by Jenna Ortega and she's kind of a low-key, easygoing type of teenager and we see her character arc from that to someone who is damaged and always on edge after the tragic events at her school. Ortega's performance was fantastic and I really hope to see her in more movies in the future. Veda is left finding comfort in Nia and vice versa and we see her go on this emotional journey to try to get herself back to school and some, so and some sense of normalcy. Her and Mia share the same grief and they instantly connect and become inseparable. This movie touches on the current issues of mass shootings that happen to our schools here in the United States and it does a good job recreating this scenario. Remember, Content such as movies and shows are an imitation of real life. Everyone who has experienced this has had a different journey of grief, and I think this movie does an excellent job capturing that. We see Veda's best friend Nick become an activist overnight after the shooting and is put off over the fact that Veda is taking a different approach of grieving. 
Nick explains that he survived for a reason, and that was to be a voice. Whereas Veda, she does experience survivor's guilt, she just handles it a different way. We also see Veda's parents and how it affected them by being afraid to send their children to school and or back to school. They have two children. Veda obviously was affected. Then they have a younger daughter who is, I think, in middle school. So, you know, the parents are very conflicted about sending their children back to school. Veda and her sister, they also grew apart after once being close before the event happened. It was Amelia, Veda's sister, that called Veda totally scared because she started her period and she was hiding out in her school bathroom. And that pulled Veda out of class into the bathroom where she meets Mia and they later hide. Mia is played by Dance Mom star Maddie Ziegler. And she is an influencer with many followers on Instagram and is known for her dancing, fashion, and makeup skills. It is unknown if she is popular at school, but I actually got the impression she was not, which is different. It goes to show popularity at school doesn't really mean anything, especially when you get older. That doesn't matter in real life. We learn that she is wealthy, but her parents are always gone, leaving her alone so she can be very lonely. She finds comfort in Veda, and they form a very strong bond. Mia is a dancer, and she is always moving, but we see her masking her grief and such with drinking, especially wine, and doing drugs, which is what Veda ultimately gets herself into to help cope as well. Another aspect this film has is LGBTQ plus representation because Mia specifies her parents consist of two dads. Furthermore, Mia seems to fall for Veda, in which the latter also seems to reciprocate those feelings, but not without being confused as to why she's feeling the way she is. Veda also befriends Quentin, with whom seeks cover in the bathroom stall during the shooting along with Mia. He is kind of like the third member of their trio from that day, but Veda seems to seek comfort in him more than Mia seems to seek comfort in him. Quentin tragically lost his brother, and he is seen running into the bathroom. He's covered in blood, and it shocks both girls. Perhaps the death of his brother really drove it home for the two girls as well to add to their grief. Veda is clearly confused over her relationships with both Mia and Quentin, and she starts to turn towards drugs after being introduced to them by Mia. This film overall shows her deterioration after the school shooting, and we see her go on this emotional journey with her feelings and her mind. In the trailer, it was said that this film was a breakthrough Gen Z piece of content, and I do have to agree with that. Sure, there are plenty of films out there that takes on this heavy kind of content, and that really does apply to modern times. But this film had just like a certain something to it that really showed what this generation is going through. Things have changed from when us millennials were young and in school, I mean, for better or for worse, and Gen Z, let's face it, they're the generation that can and will change things. The story overall can be a little slow, but like I said, we are following this young girl and her emotional journey, just trying to navigate life after a horrible tragedy, and in my opinion, the pacing does work. This film can be triggering, especially for those that have lived through a tragedy such as this, and really, the end covers PTSD from these kind of tragedies that can have on people that experience this. However, if you can, I do recommend this film because it really gets you thinking in all aspects of grief and coping and the different type of coping mechanisms that us as human beings go through. 
The Fallout is now streaming on HBO Max, and please let me know what you thought, if you've seen it or you plan on seeing it. But that does it for that little review there. And who else is watching The Book of Boba Fett? I mean, wow. <laughs> One thing I have to say about that is, I mean, episodes five and six, and I'm not going to spoil anything because it just came out yesterday, you know, episode six. I mean, it really turned the page, but the continuity of the show and especially the characters involved is all over the place. So I have to say it's not one of my favorite shows. And I mean, I guess you can say I really did enjoy episodes five and six, especially. And for those that have seen it, you'll know why, you know, especially if you're a big Star Wars fan. I know a lot of Star Wars fans that just loved this last episode. But yeah, I feel like the story overall is a mess and yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you guys think on the Book of Boba Fett? I mean, one thing though I do have to say about it is that they should have just made this The Mandalorian Season 3. Just take that as you will. <laughs> and I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know. But I just feel like the character of Boba Fett just really lacks. And it, it's not to discredit the actor or anything like that. I just, I don't know. But yeah, coming up next week is going to be something exciting. So if you remember my friend Kevin from the Halloween podcast, at his request, we are going to be talking about all the Scream movies next week, especially the new Scream 5 that came out this past month. And Kevin is a huge Scream fan, so you don't want to miss next week's episode. It's going to be exciting, as well as upcoming content, upcoming episodes for this podcast. The spring into summer, I'm so excited. I got a lot of fun episodes planned, so you don't want to miss out. So with that, I hope you guys have a great week, and I will talk to you next.